Welcome to the Sketchy Sketch Sketch Show podcast. It's open mic night for sketch. We cold read comedy sketches, then discuss how they were written. Here to host the show, I'm Harrison. And I'm Amy. With us in the writer's room, I'm Keely Anastasia. I'm Keith Estrella. I'm Tyler Chick. In this week's episode, legally, you won't be able to forget this first sketch. Then, employee of the month at the Apple Store. Finally, does Doug need to die? Find out in our last sketch. Then, join us on the Rift Plane with Keith and Tyler. And stick around to the end for a fun writing prompt to inspire your own work. With us on the podcast today. Casey Compton, she, her. Lisa W., she, her. Brian W., he, him. All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. Y'all ready to goof? Goof. Yo, oh, yeah. yeah. I could goof. Yeah. <laughs> Keith, you're, uh, you're back in your room. Yeah, my computer's been broken for like months and I just oh, never got around to fixing it. But I, yeah, uh, that's not me. Like, it's no one's fault. <laughs> I but thought it was my fault. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you were I want a relief. So uh, you're absolved, <laughs> Amy. Uh, of any sins that you may have committed. Um, oh, sweet. Okay, because I have a lot. Yeah, so that time that. we um, all came over and uh, sat on your computer or didn't break it. <laughs> oh, no, you, you did something on it, did you? <laughs> yeah. Lots of times. <laughs> that be bad? The methane and, uh, would interact negatively with all the computing power stuff. No, I didn't fart on it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't fart on it either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't all fart on it. The, I didn't fart on it either. <laughs> it's all of you saying that in that way makes it seem like you may have farted. Yeah, I definitely farted on it. Keith, oh, Amy, baby. Amy D farted. I did. We all farted on it. We all farted on it. Such a that's such a <laughs> sin, but I probably <laughs> farted in my computer. Too late. Okay. We'd be absolved already. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. We yeah. just lost over the fact that Keith can now absolve people of their sins. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them is now shall not fart on computers. <laughs> um, do you want to do a sketch? I think <laughs> it's, it's like no transition. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Our first sketch today is titled Dates, written by Harrison Merkt. TV will be played by Casey Compton. Dirk will be played by Brian W. And Ben will be played by Tyler Chick. Interior, bedroom, night. Ben, he, him, and Dirk, he, him, snuggle, watching TV. Will William and Jess find the home of their dreams or compromise and put a ticking stress clock on their new marriage? Stay tuned. Hey, did you check if that weekend works for you with Aaron and Carol? Oh, yeah, totally. It works. Ah, awesome. I'll tell Carol. Mmm, sensodyne. Hey, can we turn that off? I don't really care about that marriage or the houses. Dirk turns the TV off, leaving the room dark. Ben turns over to sleep. We track in on Dirk, worried. Dirk turns to his side, tries to sleep, and his eyes open. He sits up, drinks water, and wipes sweat off his brow. I'm so excited for that weekend. What? That weekend with Aaron and Carol? I'm super excited. Woo! <laughs> oh, great. I'm glad. Ben continues trying to sleep. Dirk sits staring off, wipes more sweat, breathes heavily. Do you think the weather will be nice enough for tennis? Tomorrow? No. On that weekend with Aaron and Carol, do you think, given the time of year we're planning for, that it would be nice enough for tennis? Silence. 
Yeah, maybe too hot. Yeah. You forgot which weekend again. No, I know which weekend. I do. Ben just looks at Dirk. I've just been working on my calendar like so much this week. And uh, I know I looked at this weekend and that it was free for Aaron and Carol. I'm just uh, I'm having so much trouble remembering which weekend it was exactly. This marriage is over, Dirk. No, Ben, Ben, babe, I remember. Ben starts collecting pillows and blankets and putting them in a suitcase. Oh, great. (laughs) Which weekend then? Just let me look at my calendar. Oh, looking at your calendar. (laughs) Well, then, no, I don't actually remember right now. Ben yells and starts taking the pillows and blankets out of the suitcase. Ah, you know what? No, I'm not leaving. You are. We signed a contract. This is my house now. Ben takes Dirk's blankets and shoves them in a suitcase, revealing Dirk is buff and hot and wearing cute little undies. (laughs) Babe, come on. I can change. Dirk, when we had to change our wedding date three weeks before the wedding because you forgot you had scheduled a fantasy football draft in Ottawa that weekend that you scheduled two years before and you had to respect what you had scheduled first, we signed a contract. Legally, you can't forget. A contract. Well, a prenup, really. Ben takes the pillow from under Dirk's head and starts stuffing it in the suitcase. That's a kind of contract, Dirk. Ben, come on. Don't throw this all away. Dirk gestures to his hot body. Ben looks at Dirk and is overcome by lust. He moves in to touch Dirk's body and jolts away. No! I'm not getting drawn in again. Look at me, Ben. Look at me. Ben looks. His eyes soften. Uh. I won't forget again, baby. You don't even have to tell me which weekend. You won't do it again. I believe. No, Ben. The prenup is clear. If you ever forget something like this again, I get everything. Ben takes off Dirk's socks and puts them in the suitcase. Dirk starts to cry a lot. You're going to spend your dad's birthday with your parents. You pathetic fucking shell. (laughs) Wait, wait. My dad's birthday. It's the weekend after. It's it's the weekend of March 19th. It's the weekend after my dad's birthday. It's then. The weekend with Aaron and Carol. Dirk breaks down in tears and so does Ben. They embrace and kiss. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm so so sorry. I love you. I love you. (laughs) You remembered. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Perfect tennis weather. Ben and Dirk get all the stuff out of the suitcase and put it back on the bed as they touch each other and cry. (laughs) They get under the covers and snuggle close. Hmm. I'm never letting go of this body. I love you. They settle into a cuddle, then starts to sleep. Oh, wait. I have a haircut that Saturday. I can't do it. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Thank you, readers. Let's talk about that <laughs> this is the second sketch I had where there was a move where someone had a secret hot body that like turned <laughs> the other character. <laughs> uh, the other one was the one where the guy was rowing across the lake. You might remember the legs were so hot. Uh, How could we forget? Yeah. So 
this is a thing I'm bad at remembering dates that are set way ahead of time. Uh, and then, you know, like keeping them, not double booking them. So I just thought it'd be funny to see people who are going to get a divorce over that. Um, <laughs> and then the game just sort of ended up being like, you know, measures towards like quick measures towards divorce in the moment while this was happening and trying to figure out what the date was. So yeah, it was a, they turned out to have like a fun little back and forth that I liked and I just leaned into it while I was writing. I have questions. I think about the prenup. Sure. You know, like yeah. <laughs> there's a prenup that specifically says you have to remember everything, yeah. which I would maybe want to hear. I think you can have room for like lots yeah. of specifics. I think someone should unfold a prenup. I think you're right. Like the, the prenup should be there in the room and get rid of it. Do you keep that with you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I really liked how you revealed those aspects of the relationship, like that window into the relationship, like. I think the first one I noticed was when uh, Dirk says something and Ben just let Ben just stares at Dirk and lets him fill in the silence with more <laughs> excuse. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, revealing the prenup is just... Uh, it's interesting because it's, it's, there are two points of view, but they're both unusual mm-hmm. and like still voice and reasoning each other despite like them both being insane um (laughs) and yeah so like i really wanted to sympathize with one of them and then i found myself (laughs) like that being dark because ben was just like so obnoxious about this especially with the when the prenup came out and then he wouldn't let dirk look at his calendar like He's identifying that his flaws are that he can't remember stuff, so he puts them in his calendar, but now he can't even look at his calendar. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just felt bad for Dirk until the end. Yeah, like what yeah. Just said. In my head, maybe, like, Ben needs to say this, but I think, like, at some point, like, for me, Ben, ben is, like, I communicated a boundary that I needed from you, like, uh, what I needed from you, and you haven't given it to me. Uh I think maybe like if that's sort of the argument from Ben, it might make him a little more likable because, yeah, he is just taking blankets off of Dirk, (laughs) which is rude. (laughs) (laughs) Little does he know it will be his kryptonite. Do you think, given the time of year we're planning for, that it would be nice enough for tennis? Our second sketch is titled Don't Call Me Dear, written by Lisa W. Sherry will be played by Amy D. And Patricia will be played by Casey Compton. Fade in an Apple store in the mall. Transaction is finishing up at the Apple store between a bubbly 30-something woman who reminds us of a high school cheerleader and a customer in her 60s. Congratulations on your new iPhone 12 purchase. Thank you, Sherry. My last phone had some serious volume issues. I'm really excited to finally be heard. Woohoo! We love to make our customers happy, and your choice of the bold red is awesome. Thanks. I figure, why not? Live a little. Exactly. Now, let me show you how to use this, dear. You can call me Patricia. 
Uh, pardon, sweetie? Don't call me dear or sweetie. It's a little patronizing. Just call me Patricia or even Mrs. Smith. Sherry prints out the receipt and puts Patricia's old phone in the bag and hands it to her. But I just adore all of my customers and I want them to feel loved and appreciated. Misters and Misses are and formal names are so cold and outdated. Fine, call me Patty then. Okay, Patty. Now, to close an app, you swipe like this. See? It's a little different from your old Android. Watch again. Okay, now you try it. Patricia takes the phone and closes the app right away. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. You're a natural patty cake. <laughs> oh, thanks. But please, just patty. No cake. Oh, but I love cake. <laughs> Me too, but... <laughs> Welcome to the Apple family, little pumpkin patty cake. She presses a button. We hear the chorus. I love you, baby. And if it's quite all right, I want you, baby, by Frankie Valley. <laughs> Sherry comes around the corner, swings Patricia around, and sings the following line. Woohoo, peachy little pumpkin patty cake. Please stop. <laughs> Music and Sherry stop abruptly. No offense, Sherry, but I don't need your love. Or your dears, sweeties, pumpkins, or whatever fruity bullshit you got in your spiel. My name is Patricia. Music stops abruptly. Well, aren't you just a sassy, scrumptious little septuagenarian? Sherry is attracting attention to them both. <sighs> what? Septu no, I'm not in my 70s. 60s, then? A sexagenarian? Or should I say a sexagenarian? Ooh la la! You go, patty cake! I could just eat you up! Ooh la la! That's not the point! She's desperately trying to regain her self-control. The point is not that you think I'm older than I am. I don't care! Well, maybe a little. No, the point is that we treat each other with respect, which means listening and honoring our wishes, Sherry. Sherry blows a horn and pulls a tab on a New Year's <laughs> Eve popper and confetti spews all over Patricia. Patricia is mortified as all attention is on her. She brushes confetti off her face and clothes with as much nonchalance as possible. You are a woman on fire. Hashtag me old and me don't care. Everyone, give this fierce sweetie pie gal a hand for demanding respect. And at her age, go, 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 patty cake. Enthusiastic applause erupts from customers and, and employees. Patty surrenders, bows to her audience, and exits. Thank you, readers. Yeah. That was fun to hear. Lisa, thank you. I bought an iPhone 12 um, last summer, and uh, <laughs> and um, the the first lady that waited on me was very patronizing. Then she had to go pick up her children, so this other lady came, who actually the second lady was real enthusiastic, but she wasn't patronizing. So, um, and that is a thing of mine. I don't like it when people who are younger than my children call me sweetie and dear. I just want to smack them. <laughs> <laughs> so. There's a ton of heightening in this and I think it's really fun. And 
with all that heightening, I'd love to see some like further exploration too. Uh, okay. And really what I mean by that is like, it feels like what we have here is this thing where it's like Sherry wants to make her feel loved and appreciated. And like, she doesn't have to like want for anything here at the Apple store. And Patricia's like, this is patronizing. And it does feel like there's an aspect of this is that is about age too. Like it, where mm-hmm. it's like, you're treating me this way because of like my age or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'd love to see some like heightening moves that go along the lines of like, okay, great. So now we got that set up. So is there a time I could come read to you weekly? <laughs> or like, uh, how about like, uh, what can I bring you every Thursday for dinner? Or like, you know, like some other things that might, might be patronizing to... <laughs> because i love this name game and it's so fun and i think you could like keep playing it as we heighten the like i want you to feel loved and appreciated but like in a patronizing because you have this like moment where she like shows her how to use the phone and it is a patronizing thing like showing her three Mm -hmm. times and like yeah i think like you can come off of that and be like hey what like I can use the phone. I really wanted to see Sherry by the end have like a physical and mental breakdown of not being able to fulfill her need to make you happy. You know, like uh, this is what I do. I will kill to keep <laughs> my customers happy. You know, like just making her go off the rails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want all this from my Apple customer service representative. Don't think of me that way. Think of me as a daughter. we're family now is this how you would talk to your daughter patricia i like the idea of being resistant to any any criticism of it uh it's like do you do i go down to the retirement home and tell you how to eat your pudding All right. Looks like we got all the information we need to log into your iCloud. Now, uh, can I get the information on uh, which plots you have in the (laughs) cemetery? I'd like to buy the one next to it. (laughs) I just think I could deliver a much more spirited eulogy than your husband, who I'm assuming is even older than you are. (laughs) If he's even still with us. Yeah. I do. Love, I would love to see her like try to feed her and then like wipe her mouth. <laughs> the angrier Patricia gets, she starts yeah. holding up like little keys, like, oh, look at the keys. Yeah. You know, so she's really treating her like a baby. She needs a sticker book. There. A sticker. Yeah, stickers. <laughs> when Patricia gets mad, she'd be like, someone needs a map. <laughs> Welcome to the Apple family, little pumpkin patty cake. Alrighty, our final sketch today is titled Van Life, written by Casey Compton. Dog will be played by Harrison Merck. And Lindsay will be played by Healy Anastasia. Exterior Van Day. This is a YouTube video style tutorial feel. <laughs> Doug is a really high energy classic YouTuber. He's wearing chacos and sporty outdoorsy clothes. Lindsay's wearing some city chic clothes, like a long trench coat that goes down to her ankles or something. Hey guys, we're coming to you live from Kalispell, Montana. I know a lot of you enjoyed our last video on the van kitchen remodel. So we wanted to bring you on a full tour of our van life. First, I'll show you the outside. Right here, you can pull out the shower, attach the shower curtain, and voila, 
it's just like a real shower. Yeah, I mean, it's not the most private setting to take a shower, but you get used to it eventually. Like, it took me a couple months, but now I don't, like, dread showers. Yeah, we love shower time. And if you open this door, we have all my outdoor stuff. You can see my mountain bike, foldable kayak, and skis right here. Really, having access to the great outdoors is the best part of living on the road. Just being able to get out there and have a great time. I never really liked the outdoors. <laughs> I think that humans have worked very hard to make indoors a thing. So I don't really go with Doug while he has his adventures. I really love just staying in my house and reading and crafting and stuff. So it took me a long time to adjust. Now I just think, well... My indoors may just be one small man, but I can still sit here alone all day and read while my boyfriend goes and has fun. I'm not lonely all day and I don't miss my friends and family. I'm just super content to support my boyfriend's dreams. Doug and Lindsay stare at each other for too long. (laughs) (laughs) You're the best, babe. Let me take you over to the entrance. So this is our doorway and we really love the green because we want it to have a down to earth hearty feel like Bilbo Baggins Hobbit hole. They open the door. Yeah. And then you go up the stairs and here's the van. It's our whole house. (laughs) It might look small. And at first I was like, oh, my God, Doug. I would rather break up with you than live in this tiny space. But she was just kidding, of course. (laughs) We love our van life, right, honey? Lindsay nods. Right. And of course, you're like the only guy I've ever been with. It'd be weird if we've been dating since we were 17 and I just up and go at 32, right? Like, it'd be really hard to build a new life right now. I don't even know where I'd meet someone or how to flirt or... (laughs) Well, it's a great thing you don't have to worry about that then, babe. (laughs) Let's head over to the kitchen. (laughs) They walk over to the kitchen. What I love most about the kitchen are these magnetic strips. We just stick our pots and pans on them and they don't move around while we're driving. We have everything we need here and we can make great meals. Over here is our living room slash bed. When it's time to go to bed, we just move the pillows around like this and voila, it's a bed. Yep. And in the morning, Doug goes out and... I switch it all back. (laughs) I do have scoliosis. But the bed is really comfy. (laughs) Well, it's not as comfortable as my memory foam, but sure, babe. Sleeping on a pile of pillows like I'm at a middle school sleepover suffices. Lindsay, why don't you show them the bathroom? Lindsay pulls out a toilet from underneath the sink. So, yeah, this is our bathroom. (laughs) When you have to go, we just pull out the toilet and then go to the bathroom in the middle of the van. It was pretty weird at first, like your boyfriend can be making spaghetti two feet from you while you're positioning your feet on the toilet seat to create a makeshift squatty potty because you have IBS and there's not enough room for a full squatty potty in the van. Your bathroom smells and the spaghetti smells would come together in a mixture you never needed. Babe, we actually just got a comment from Doris in Ottawa, Wisconsin. (laughs) Doris suggested changing your diet for IBS and perhaps the squatting wouldn't be a problem. Thank you, Doris. I really appreciate the advice. I would have never thought to change my diet. I have never been to the doctor, and they have never restricted my diet to avoid nightshades, nuts, dairy, wheat, and sugar. I'm going to have to check into it. Babe, shoots Lindsay a look. (laughs) Thanks, Doris. We love the feedback, and we love you. (laughs) Gives her yet another look. 
So some people might think this lack of privacy would be bad for us, but it has actually made us closer as a couple. Like we have connected deeper emotionally than we were able to before because every wall we could possibly had, we could have possibly had is gone now. Right, babe? Yeah, for sure. Like beforehand, I wouldn't have been caught dead having someone see me dig my fingers halfway up my vagina as I break my ironclad seal on my diva cup to empty it, the blood pouring all over my hands. Typically, I would have been mortified if I'd forgotten to bring toilet paper to clean out my cup, so I need to squat walk to the glove box to get a roll. I normally would have been completely embarrassed if a guest were to see my trail of blood on the floor from the toilet to the glove box, but I guess now these barriers have been stripped from me. Yeah, I mean, it's embarrassing for me to pee and stuff in front of you. (laughs) Van life, you know? (laughs) Yep, I'm sure you feel the exact same way as me. So the idea came from um I watched a YouTube video and this girl just like did not like the outdoors. She well I was watching a van life video. I'm I'm into van life, like I think the idea is kind of fun. But this one girl was just like not built for it and she was just kind of sad the whole time. But she wasn't quite this sad. But um, I just kind of thought it'd be funny to like heighten that. Um, Yeah. And you just kind of have two people that are like living an extreme lifestyle and it works for one and it doesn't work for the other. Um, So, yeah, I just thought that was all kind of a fun idea. And then I also oh, I also just thought um, like YouTuber couples or like TikTok couples are like a fascinating breed to me Um, Mm -hmm. because like they always film each other. And I don't, I just would be so annoyed if someone was like filming me all the time. Um, but like, <laughs> for some reason, like, right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like for some reason, like they just go along with it all the time. Like just YouTube families. I don't know. They're just like all their own vibes. So I just like thought it'd be funny if this girl's also kind of being forced into like a YouTuber couple. You first off just said, Doug says, we love shower time when clearly Lindsay ju- just said she doesn't dread showers like it's clear she hates it and so i think that just sets the tone for the whole game and just tells you right up front exactly their relationship and exactly how everybody feels about this that doug's gonna ignore all of the red flags that Lindsay says she hates this um and then the only other thing i was gonna say was that you said you had doug say voila two times so if you could say it one more time that would be really great maybe like Here's our relationship. It's great. Voila. I don't know. Somewhere at the end. I think we really need to hear a very clear reason why she's still in this relationship. Because like the longer it goes on, it's just like it just feels completely unnatural. And like, why why would anyone put up with this? Um, Why would anyone put up with that dynamic? By the time we got to the end, I... Really, just wanted Doug to die. I don't know if that's too dark. But I, uh, that's a fun blow. I, feel, I think Lindsay, Lindsay killing Doug would be a great blow. That's just, that's just me. I agree with what Tyler's saying, and just to to build on it, like I love to even just like a strong "I love you" from Lindsay. I think there's like something uh, really interesting going on because Doug only really says that he loves the YouTube audience. Like the only time he like says he loves anybody is to uh, Doris from Ottawa. And I would love to hear like a clear justification from Doug about like why he feels this way about the YouTube audience and why he has to like cater the way they look at them 
even if it's like they support us financially, we can't move this van without them. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to get like some of that between them, right? Where like a clear I love you from Lindsay would like keep her in it and like yeah. knowing why Doug cares so much about the YouTube stuff would would really help. I I also think that like a way to break some of the tension between them, like there there's sort of this yeah. like constant like thing going on. And I love that. And it's a strong game. And I like, I think you have the nuts and bolts there, like really clearly. But you were saying this thing about like YouTuber couples being their own breed. And I like totally agree with that. And one of my favorite things is how they prank each other all the time. And I always watch them and I'm like, they would know that anytime this person is being a jerk, it's a prank. Like they would absolutely know. And that might give you a vehicle. Well, they also like hold their phone. Sorry. Yeah. But like, like they're like, or I'm pranking him, but I'm like, what are you doing to your yeah, phone? You, they right know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's Anyways. so doofy. No, yeah. I, t- yeah. I think for me, it's like the pranking aspect might give you a vehicle to kill Doug. Trying to end all pranks. Put Lindsay out of her misery. You also said that uh, they had an extreme lifestyle, and that feels like something I could hear one of them say. (laughs) Like I would love to see, just like Lindsay's still like clearly like not totally happy to be living this life, but yeah, she for some reason was like so in love with Doug that she like doesn't want to miss out on any part of his life and i just love the idea of, i mean doug is just like so high on adventure as we mentioned and like all in specific like it's always called his adventures that he goes on every time he leaves and like you know he has his bike he has his kayak he has his ski like he just lives for the outdoors and i love like him just being oblivious to anything like any woes that she has like him just like being overly positive about everything like mm-hmm. even when she's talking about her ibs and stuff and not like undermining that she has struggles but him just like kind of being oblivious to everything going on but not in a malicious Mm. way um or even like justifying it like being like pulled together for the youtube audience like i don't know it just seems like kind of like subtly abusive or like Mm -hmm. something to me so i think just like underlining that he's doing it just because he like lives for like the adrenaline rushes or the adventures and stuff um and yeah like tyler said just like really refining and um like what Lindsay's point of view is like is she like being passive aggressive is she like secretly crying for help to the youtube audience i don't think that's the direction it needs to go in but i think some of the lines kind of lean towards that now so um yeah maybe if they're both just like really naive and she doesn't actually realize that this is a bad thing but she's like trying to convince herself that it's all positive but yeah i think that's why i wanted him to die because i thought that it was it felt like like abusive like gaslighting almost yeah Mm -hmm. it's like yeah i i wonder if maybe i can almost like provide some kind of financial thing as well like you know like you know we want to live here for three years and then uh we can buy our dream home or something that like puts them together more i mean Um, you you have like you know she's 32 so she doesn't want to leave him now her bio maybe her biological clock is ticking and he promised they could procreate or so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Doug promised we could procreate if I lived to Yeah, and then you go up the stairs and here's the van. It's our whole house. Hey, what is that sound? <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> 
Oh, the roof, roof captain will up your attendance today and still you will deal with me. What's happening? Stuff shirt. Stuff shirt. Ticket man. <clears throat> grab your, just grab your ticket. No riffing today. <clears throat> stuff shirt ticket man. What's yeah, going on, right. stuff shirt ticket? You're, You're so man, serious. Where's the riff captain? Oh, uh, he's sick. Oh, uh, you got to you do this. <laughs> just get it. Hey. <laughs> oh, riff captain. Oh, oh, it, it was a goatee. <laughs> I didn't recognize you. Goatee. Goatee. You tried yeah, to prank this roof cap? Different goatee. I did. I tried and I succeeded, uh, I think. Ooh, is bye. that because you have a ticket yeah. in your hand? You're just all out of wax. Oh, what's this? Oh, in my shirt flap. <laughs> Wait, oh, why, I, don't wanna, I don't want to drag this out anymore, but why are you surprised? <laughs> 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 I knew it was it. That was another prank. I knew it was it. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. He's yeah. this again. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get them. I gotta keep them on their toes. The riff, the, the riffies, the feet, uh, passengers. Anyways, uh, uh, I took a, I took a D and D for improv workshop, and um, it was, it was great. Um, <laughs> there was, there was a, a woman there um, who was. Uh, remember what like exactly was i think the the person who's running it was just like yeah you all ready to go or whatever and uh, we're just like yeah and she was just like yeah i'm ready for two shoots and ladders what is this (laughs) uh (laughs) it was just very so uh to me it's just like you know tabletop role-playing except you think it's some kind of board game like Candyland or something. Uh, Did she sense? really think she was there to play Shoots and Ladders? <laughs> it felt like <laughs> the way she said it was uh, very convincing. Um, but, I mean, probably, no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I just want to see the sketch where somebody makes a joke like this, where somebody's like, I'm ready to play shoots and ladders or whatever it is we're playing. And someone else in the room just goes, this isn't shoots and ladders. (laughs) That's not funny. Did you explain it to your friend? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who brought this woman? (laughs) Okay. Hey, good role play. What do you mean? This isn't role play. <laughs> so this is this is not a a line, but like I'm trying to imagine the real shoots and ladders like <laughs> mapped over a D and D. I've never never having played D and D, I'm not sure how it would be done, but I played a lot of shoots and ladders when the kids were little. <laughs> I think that's a good thing to say if the, for the person coming in and be like, that's fine, guys. I've never played this before, but like I've played a lot of shoots and ladders. I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to win. I've fallen down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just relates everything back to shoots and ladders. <laughs> well, I know if I was at the right, if I was three spaces away from a ladder, I would probably take the chance. So, yeah, I think we should attack this guy. if you're all 20 and shoots and ladders you'd be almost at the top already (laughs) 
I'm getting really into this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's a that's a miss on the uh, on that attack. So you don't have to roll for damage. Okay. Just explain this to me. What is that like in in terms of shoots and ladders? <laughs> is that up or down? <laughs> yeah, do I move back or go forward? So like a two row shoot or a three row shoot. <laughs> okay, so I'm hearing what you're saying, and let me just try to say this. It's like as if I'm staying right where I am, but the enemy's got to go up a pretty big ladder, and some of the party went down some chutes. <laughs> There's a prisoner chained to the wall. He looks half starved. Whoa, that guy's life went down a few chutes, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he looks kind of like that kid at the bottom of the big chute who looks like he landed in a mud puddle and he sat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the characters in the Shoots and Ladders board. <laughs> this isn't Shoots and Ladders. Who still else is coming up? What are, uh, what are you? <clears throat> oh, it's me. Passage inside there. Oh, hello. Hi. Hello. How Captain. are you? Let me shake your hand. <laughs> oh, of course. Here we go. A firm handshake for you. Ah, yes, delightful. Delightful passenger time. Strength. Yeah, I'd like to. <laughs> that of <laughs> 10 horses. Oh, wow. You really think so? Wow. I know you, so. I've, I've uh, Rick, it's, it's incredible that you measure in horses <laughs> as an yes. airplane pilot. <laughs> yes. yes, indeed. Well, you know. You're, you trying to flatter me, Captain? Your captain's got to know this stuff. Yeah. We work with many, many things out of play. We don't do the transport. Fast. Has anyone ever noticed how when Keith's talking, the captain, like, his eyes glaze over and he just kind of <laughs> leans back? <laughs> <laughs> You, guys, you ever notice how we've never seen Keith and the Riff Captain in the same room? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. He always ducks behind us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I hey, hey, have a boarding pass here. Yeah, let's see, bring, bring that bad person out. <laughs> Am I the bad person? <laughs> well, no, I'm... I was going to say bad boy, but I didn't know if that would be <laughs> if that would be okay. Keith, you can you can gender my boarding pass. It's okay. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta remember that. Uh, <laughs> on me. That's an. I've yeah. What a what a question. Okay. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for checking i guess uh so my riff is uh a grandfather holding a grandbaby uh and they the baby's name is henry but he insists on calling the baby hank like uh it's like that's that's the nickname we used to give people named henry oh and, uh, and like establishes that he's old-fashioned but then he uses like old fashioned terms for everything but then they could be <laughs> heightened to be like not even real terms anymore <laughs> I like that I'm gonna go use the indoor outdoor indoor outhouse I don't know <laughs> <laughs> the indoor outhouse I like that I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna put the baby on the credenza while I do this 
the credits. <laughs> that sounds like a flat surface. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> icebox. Yeah. Well, don't put the baby in the icebox. Don't put the baby in the icebox. Isn't that an old song? That's yeah. important, yeah. actually. If the baby's teething, yeah. you simply take a chip a chunk of ice from the icebox, put mm-hmm. it in there, <laughs> yes. put it on their gums. Drip some whiskey on it. <laughs> and then roll them roll them uh, on the Davenport for one minute. <laughs> I'd love for there to be a line where he's just listing every famous Hank. You know, Hank. Hank Williams. Hank. Yeah. Hank Williams. Hank Williams. Hank Williams is my best friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I was a boy, the milkman was yeah. Hank. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hank Mardukas, my, my, yeah. my best friend at my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Strong Hank. Yes. He can say Hank is like a shelf secure name, like uh, like a phrase for something that doesn't go away in the depression. <laughs> like, oh, shelf stable. Shelf stable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It'll stick like government it's hang for 100 years. Yeah. Oh. yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, the times they are a changing. But not Hank. Hank will never change. Yeah. Linda, just because you married a fucking Wallace doesn't mean you need to give your son a coward's name. <laughs> That's the name of Yellow. <laughs> With a name like Wallace, he's only got a head for numbers. Yeah, he's <laughs> stuck behind a, a calculator device. I, yeah. I can't think of a, what's the old fashioned. An abacus. abacus. Yeah, abacus. Wow, that, that might be too old. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it'd be fun if Grandpa's really only like fifty five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Like, he's not that old. Yeah. Stepping into the like grandfather yeah. role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. transforms yeah. overnight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Dad, you're not even retired yet. Like, I filed my paperwork this morning. <laughs> Where did that cane yeah. come from? Yeah. <laughs> I retired early because I have a strong name, Howard. <laughs> he got erectile dysfunction overnight. Yeah. <laughs> Just cut back and it's like, Dad, where'd you get that lazy boy? <laughs> <laughs> this is my chair. <laughs> I always sit in this chair. This is mine. It's well worn. Mm. <laughs> Please, I'm begging you, tell your father you were kidding. Don't you not <laughs> it. Yeah. At least consider adoption. Come on. All this back and forth. Someone give me my cane. <laughs> did, did you get a root beer candy? <laughs> when I was a boy, we ate dust and liked it. <laughs> I think that's a good riff. Riff Captain, you think you can get us to assignment station? Assignment station, one way. Whoosh, we're here. All right. Sketchies, the assignment for this week is bureaucracy. Think about getting caught up in bureaucracy. Maybe someone's got to accomplish something real serious, something that's good for everybody, and someone's like, wait a minute. Red tape. Did you file a paperwork? B U R E A U C R A C Y. Bureaucracy.
Maybe the sketch is about trying to spell it. <laughs> Let's get to plug for <laughs> Hey, we're here. Uh, Lisa, anything you want to plug? Uh, just go to the hit and see Elder Prof. It's the fourth <laughs> Saturday of the month. And heartthrobs and come see Keely and Casey's in Casey's in Barn Girls. Wait, is that the name of your group? <laughs> no. no, close. Barn <laughs> <Or> bitches. <laughs> uh, yeah, Casey, anything you want to plug? Yeah, I'm in some improv teams at the hit. I'm in um, a team that's hosting a hot dog night. When? On the 18th, Ooh. on the 18th of February, with a dance party afterward, with real hot dogs, with a hot dog real roller, hot dogs. real hot dogs. So on rollers, on rollers. Whoa! It's gonna be super fun. So, Keith, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll plug. Uh, I'll plug the world's greatest improv school. Uh, totally online improv school run by. World famous uh, Will Hines, uh, world famous improviser. Um, I'm on a team as well. Uh, uh, we're called the Officer Dibble Quintet. Uh, there's more than five of us, but you can catch us on Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific time. <laughs> Tyler, anything you want to plug? I'm on that team, Casey mentioned, with the Hot Dogs, and uh, I do a musical show called The Same Each, Same Theater. Um, and then I'm on here and there, other stuff. Uh, but yeah, keep an eye on the Sketchy Sketch website because we're going to have some more uh, workshops popping up there. All right, friends, that's all for us today. Thank you to all the participants and to Jeff Powers for the music you've heard. Also, a big thanks to you, the listeners. If you'd like to support the show or check out more that we have to offer, head on over to SketchySketchSketch.com. While you're there, check out our Patreon. It's the best way to support us to get stuff that for yourself that's exclusive. And if you've got a sketch that you want some punch-ups on or you just want our opinions on or you want to hear people read, send it to us at SketchySketchPod at gmail.com or fill out the form on our website. Also, feel free to reach out to us if you've heard something on a sketch that you have a good joke idea for or if you just want to give love to the writer, hit us up on our website where there's a place to do that. As always, if you like what you heard today, please tell your friends. Check us out on socials. Check out our classes. Subscribe. Give us five stars on whatever you're listening on. And that's all for us today, everybody. Thank you for listening and thank you for coming to join the fun on our thank little you. show today. Thank you for joining the fun on thank our you. little show. We thank are grateful. You. Thank you. We're so thank grateful. You. Grateful. 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 Full of thank great. You. All right. We, I love when we harmonize. Thank you very much.